Hi everyone, this is Dr. Colleen Meyer with Meyer and Mintz bringing you Fearless in Pink. And we have an amazing guest to hear today, um, Andrea Powell's Gallic. And she is a transformational coach and speaker. Now we know that we always need good transformational coaches. So tell us, Andrea, first of all, where are you from? And tell us a little bit about your transformational coaching business. Beautiful. Well, thank you, first and foremost, for having me, Colleen. It's been Mm -hmm. awesome to connect with you, and I can't wait to share my heart with your audience. So, yes, I am Andrea Pausgalic, and I reside an hour north of Brisbane in Australia, so on the Sunshine Coast. And along my journey, I come into contact with a lot of people who find themselves a little lost, maybe unfulfilled, a bit confused about what they're meant to be doing. Maybe there's different areas in their life that just don't fit, but they don't know how to change it. So I love creating a safe space for people to be really able to tune in to what they can hear within themselves that guides them to really what they're meant to be doing or how to transform what's not working so that they can feel that they are living a life that is true to them, that is inspiring to them, to is fulfilling for them, whatever that looks like for them. So I guess that's really the journey that I take with people is to really be able to create that safe space where there's no judgment. They can kind of ask themselves the question, mm-hmm. feel into their own answers because In the world, I think there's a lot of noise outside of us. There's a lot of pressure that can sometimes we don't even realise we're under until cracks start to form. Mm -hmm. And so it's just that space to be able to ask, what's going on here for me? What am I afraid of? What do I need to be doing? What do I want to be doing? Not even what do I need or should, but what do I want to be doing with my life right now? So that's the work that I love. You know, I, I think you, you, what you do is very important, especially now, because, you know, we're coming out of this global pandemic with COVID and people, you know, lost their jobs or they or they work, they started working from home. And now, you know, uh, now that you're talking about going back to work and, you know, things aren't going to be the same. So there's that transformation. And I remember being be- even before COVID. I would was working in this um, job. I was doing regional. I was a regional operations manager, and I would work in another state. Come home on weekends, go back to you know work, come back on weekends. And I was going to another state that my brother happened to live in. So you know we had a little place together because I felt secure because of somebody I knew, and um, because you know I, I felt. I just wanted to have, um, I didn't want to be alone because the city is just a little. Yeah. And, but I remember thinking, um, when after I left that company, he said to me, you know what? You were so stressed all the time. And I'm like, I was. And he goes all the time. It was all over your face. And I go, it was. And, you know, especially women, I don't even think like you, you nailed it when you said this, we don't know that it's happening when we're in it until we see cracks. Hmm. So that's what you're talking about. So that's what we need right now. And then coming out of this pandemic. So those are two big ones. I think that women, one that they might be dealing with now, which is the 
the um, stress and transformation, but also the COVID. Yeah. And I think it's really important. I guess the thing that I really like to differentiate for people is let's not be focused on what your life looks like or your business or your relationship or your friendship. It's not about what they look like. It's what they feel like. Mm, What do you feel like in the life that you're living? And I think if we all have a safe space to really be able to feel into that, I think the answer is there. But a lot of the time we're so busy with what we think we should be doing based on what our life looks like that we have forgotten that we can feel. And the answer will be in the feeling of it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there are situations, like you said, about COVID that, you know, to me it's about like the identity crisis. That's kind of what I like to help people with is that, Anything outside of us, and I've learned this lesson based on we all have a journey, we all have a story, mm-hmm. but, you know, my, my first baby was born and diagnosed with cancer at two days old. All I wanted to do was be a mum and a wife, and so he was diagnosed with cancer, so I kind of had to face the reality of maybe my baby wouldn't make it, and he did, and he's a beautiful, amazing, nearly 18-year-old boy, and so mm-hmm. we were so blessed, but three years after that, when I had another baby and he was eight months old, my husband was unfortunately killed in a car accident. Mm. So I began to realise as I've, I've healed and on that journey is that it was an identity crisis. I didn't know who I was because the minute that we identify outside of ourselves in terms of who we are, not what we do, because being a mum is still something that we do, being a wife is still something we do, having a business is something that we do. But if we were to actually put all of those things just to the sideline for a minute, okay, do we actually know who we are without any of those things? Because as you said, people have lost businesses, people have lost jobs. So if you were the CEO and now you're not, do you know who you are? If you go through divorce, you're a wife, do you know who you are? It's this, I really, really want to empower people. And I know that different terms kind of get, thrown around a bit loosely sometimes but really Mm. feeling into that sense of this is who Andrea is Mm -hmm. and they're all the things she gets to choose to do and have in her life but she's still who she is even if something changes out there you know when you and I had talked I think it was um, earlier this week you know you you shared some of that with me and just that short amount of time that we spent talking together you had my wheels turning because I'm the kind of person that my identity is well, not, not as much anymore, but it, but still a lot, but not to where it was. My identity is wrapped up in my job, yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you know, um, so I think there's a lot of women out there that would need a, a transformation coach because you like you said you said who is you know who are you know Andrea Andrea who is Colleen who is you know whoever is out there and we do separate that kids get older and move out hmm. and that's the thing there's so many things like yes I guess that my trauma exposed this vulnerability that I didn't recognize beforehand but it doesn't have to be that it can literally just be 
more time in your life and like you say your children like you completely devote yourself to your children because that's who you are as a mom and that's beautiful that's amazing but then they move out they have their own lives and sometimes that can be a well who am I now Mm -hmm. or you know you're madly in love you have a great marriage and he comes home one day or she comes home one day and they don't feel the same way and now all of a sudden well who am I and it's this it's so much power in knowing who we are beneath all of the roles that we have and and you know I have a lot of compassion for myself and and other people when Mm -hmm. like you said about uh you identified with your business because the reality is that this is the way that we are most of us are raised this is the site the the social expectations we go to school you know this is where you fit in this is what's going to gain you acceptance this is what success is going to feel like and that's what I'm talking about in terms of the external that we have kind of played into this game although I don't want to diminish the power of it but it's this oh that's what I'm meant to do oh that's what I'm supposed to do that's the expectation and then you can feel the misalignment when you get to a certain stage we go oh no, I, there's more to me than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I just got off uh, a Zoom meeting with a, a woman that I'm helping. She's starting a business. And even though I, I guess there hasn't been that loss per se, like we've been dis- discussing, she said to me almost word for word what you were saying to me earlier in, the, in, the, in when we first started talking, she's lost, she's confused. So sometimes it's when I think, <clears throat> so we would use a transformation coach. It's because even where maybe I haven't had loss, but I'm lost. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and, it, and it's, and it's huge. And, and this, so for me, my, my life experiences I thought were the reason I felt lost. But then after a few years, I recognized the trauma amplified Mm. what was already going on. I wanted to be married and have children because that's what I thought I was meant to do as in that's what, then I'd matter. I'd be enough because I'd have kids that would love me, a husband that loved me. And this is the thing that I find and have found on this journey is that underneath a lot of the choices that we're making Mm -hmm. is a very silent desire of then I'll matter then I'll be enough when I when I'm loved then I'll be enough when my business is successful then I'll matter then I'll be enough and it plays such a quiet intricate game with our heart and Mm. that's the that's the disconnect I feel that a lot of people aren't aware of is that when we can really own who we are and that regardless of anything outside of us, we are enough and we do matter mm-hmm. and we just have the opportunity to invite more of what feels good to us in and make conscious decisions about what we don't want in, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I, that does make sense. Now let's, let's talk about your transformational. So, I can see how it changes lives, but can you give me a little bit of your experience with maybe 
the results that you're able to achieve with your clients, you know, going through this process. Cause I can say it's going to be doing self-esteem and this, but I want to hear from you, your, you know, your success stories that you've seen with your, your clients, you know, in their transformational process. Yeah. So the first client that I ever worked with, I guess, is, is probably by far one of the best uh, stories I like to share. So she was uh, 38. She was a bit not really feeling it in her career, very, mm-hmm. very career driven and things like that. But I knew in the first session, and this is what can happen one, I'm intuitive, but two, when you understand people's behaviour, sometimes we can feel what's going on before they can feel what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so I just like to hold the space until that becomes apparent to them because nobody needs to be told what they're, what it is because it doesn't hold any power that way either. But I, w- I felt that it was more so that she wasn't in a relationship, she was 38, marriage wasn't anywhere close, things like that, and that was the thing that was probably hidden and aggravating more than anything else Uh, and just in terms of the guidance and the safety and and allowing her the space to reflect uh, she met somebody and they were together within three months and they were engaged within six months and then she moved two states away and they now live together I'm assuming happily because I haven't worked (laughs) with them for a little while you know but yeah, so in, in terms of that, so in, in terms of when we are okay with who we are, we really attract amazing things and a lot of the things that we want. So, you know, I've had people, uh, I've also had people leave relationships because they realised that that wasn't mm-hmm. for them anymore. They found the courage. Like I actually am called like a transformational courage coach because I think a lot of the time it's the courage to be able to follow our own guidance Mm -hmm. more than anything under the sun. So I've had people end relationships. I've had people start relationships. I've had people go on to study. I've had people change careers. I've had people stay in relationships that weren't overly conducive, but they found a sense of peace for Mm -hmm. why they were staying there. Because this is another thing that I really want to be very clear about. Sometimes changing the situation isn't always the answer. Maybe you're not ready to be able to make that big of a step. But if you can find a sense of peace in the situation that is not exactly how you want it, that is a level of suffering that you minimise. Because most of our suffering, I believe, is the resistance to what the situation is. And the fight against, I'm not happy, I don't like it, this is stressful, and getting really antsy about that instead of, okay, let's talk about why I'm here. Let's talk about why I don't feel confident enough to change this just yet. Maybe it's because you've got little kids and you don't want to put them through that. That's okay. That's actually really okay. But just find that place of centre of this is where I am for the moment. I don't have to like it, but do I know why I'm here? You know, know, what you now I understand the phrase transformational journey because, you know, when you're talking to me and you're explaining in my head, I can see, you know, someone's walking and there's an obstacle, then we go around it, and then there's until you, you know, have that, like you said, in freedoms, that emotional freedoms, that confidence to make the decisions, whether it's 
you know, we're not saying, you know, leave your husband and wife or we're not saying, you know, but we're saying in that transformation, whatever it looks like, you know, and that makes sense to me. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that the stress or the, I didn't realize I was that stressed out and I didn't realize that I wasn't as happy and I was, be, you know, working away from home most of the month. And if I had come to a transformational coach, I could have made that transition sooner and I would have been happier. You know, it's not always about money. You know, it's not always about money. It's about what makes you happy. And I think, you know, especially here, you know, we're a capitalist country and, you know, it's about money and it's about success and, you know, climbing that corporate ladder and that rat race. And, you know, we're all playing it and, you know, and we're going to step on people on our way up. You know, that's not, you know, that doesn't feel good. That's, that's to me is ugliness. Yeah. And I guess it's that for me, it's really a sense of what brings you peace. Mm-hmm. like the measure stick really is peace and pain is the way that I'm living my life the choices that I'm making am I stepping closer to peace or pain now pain could be resentment frustration anger sadness all of those emotions that really mm-hmm. are not are not conducive no one would really truly choose them mm-hmm. or is it bringing me a sense of peace which might just be contentment happiness joy like a flow love. in your mm. life. Yeah, love, all of those things. And I, I understand that the capital capitalists like Australia is as well. And it's, you know, it's really quite a masculine. It's interesting because women in pink, that's quite feminine. Mm-hmm. And it's really, you know, that's masculine. It's about the doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the feminine is really about the being. Who do I want to be as I do these things? And all it is is about balance. It's not mm-hmm. about don't go and do all those things. It's about how do you want to be in your life, in your mm-hmm. body, in your relationships, in your career, as you do these things that might still head you to a million-dollar pay packet. That's mm-hmm. okay. That's okay. It's really okay. If that's for you, you as know, long as it's for you. Yeah, right. But, you know, I, I think, you know, because when we came up with Fearless in Pink, it's because I think a lot of females – have feel that they have to have male traits or be male-ish to be successful. And I don't, I don't agree with that. I think we can still be who we are as females and be fearless. Um, And then we're talking about capitalism, you know, everybody has to, you know, I'm the kind of person, of course, I want success and, you know, and run my own business and got my degrees, but that for me, the rat race and the stepping on people that's doesn't give that you're talking about pain. And to me, that gives me, so everybody has their own on this level. Cause you know, there's people I know that strive on that stress and that, Oh, I'm going to, you know, and it it gives them and they enjoy that. But that's what I guess the transformation process is, is finding where, where that is for you. Correct. And I guess that's the thing is that when we can recognize that as an individual, we get to choose we have the opportunity and that's the thing if if it absolutely puts fire in your belly to be do 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 go 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 you know like let's just do this totally fine Mm -hmm. i'm talking directly to the people where there are cracks that are appearing 
because that Mm. is an indication that you are not following what's right for you. You are following what the world has told you to do to be successful or to be enough or to matter or whatever other little story that are mostly hidden in our subconscious. Mm -hmm. So this is not a message for people to stop being like hardcore going at it. Mm -hmm. And people that don't want to stop, they've got more energy than I would know what to do with. Exactly. The same with the way that I'm building my business would probably not align with a lot of people because I am very much about, Mm -hmm. I will follow what feels right for me. Mm -hmm. So I've had business coaches telling me how I should market. It does not feel good. I will not do it. I you know, follow me. I love that. I think that is the key. What you just said, it's 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 following what feels good for you. You know, and, and that's what you do. You help people find that. Correct. And that's and, impactful. And and shutting out all of the voices. Because this is a thing in, in the coaching world in particular, and this is my personal experience, mm-hmm. there are people that will try to tell you that they know what's best for you. Mm -hmm. And what I want to say to that is, with love and compassion, no one knows you better than you know you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it might take a safe space to just be held so you can really begin to come back in and recognise what that is. Mm -hmm. But if someone's telling you, you must do this to achieve this result and it doesn't feel good to you, trust it. Please trust mm-hmm. it because that is power. You can see now, how, how much I love this. Like, I I, want I, well, I, you know, I love this because I see it. Once you realize what it is, you see it all over the place. And you're like, oh, my God, you know, where has this concept been my whole life? Or, you know, and people are going to be going, that's me. That's good. People are going to be saying that pre-COVID, post-COVID, you know, and I think there's a movement because I'm seeing a lot of it now about what you were saying and you're saying about feeling good and it being, you know, intuitive and, and having um, like an impact almost like that ability to, to know yourself and in your surroundings and what's the best thing for that. Don't you think, do you feel that there's a movement right now where that's where people are wanting to head? I absolutely do. And I think that, is because so many people have burnt out going the other way. Mm, I I really believe that people are recognising it is not good for our mental health. It is not good for Mm -hmm. our our relationships and our our own health and vitality and things like that is to be on this hamster wheel, on this pursuit of something that do we even know what it is we're in pursuit of? Because like I had a conversation with a guy last year who's very much about do, 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 which works for him. He's a high right. energy guy. Right. And he was talking about he, he's working this hard so for success so that when he finds his, his soul calling, he'll know that he's match fit and he's ready to go and he's ready to put in the hard yards and stuff like that. And, and I found it really interesting because I'm the opposite. Mm. I, I'm happy to kind of sit back and feel what I'm here to move towards in how I'm here to support people with speaking safe spaces and things like that I'm not just going to do for the sake of doing I I have no connection with that way of being at all and I said to him so 
what is success to you then? Like how will you know that you've arrived and that you are now a success? Mm-hmm. And he didn't have an answer. Mm-hmm. And I found that really interesting that I wonder how many other people, Colleen, mm-hmm. on the pursuit of something that they haven't quite defined that they'll know when they're there. And it made me reflect on, well, what do I feel like success is for me? Mm. And I recognise that in all honesty, Colleen, Mm -hmm. not that I want to, but if I were to die tomorrow, I know I would go happy and content Mm -hmm. because the only thing between where I am and when, when my time is up is the amount of lives I can impact because... My family and I, we moved two and a half years ago from Victoria to Queensland. I live three blocks from the beach. Amazing little space. We came here with no jobs, no house, no clue, no schools, no idea. We came here and followed gut instinct of mm-hmm. where are we going to be? And I'm building my business in a way that I feel good in it each and every day. Okay. That is what I'm here to share, that Mm. it might not look like the norm. It might not look like your neighbour. It might not look like your family. It might not look like what society tells you is the norm. How does it feel? Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm almost arrived, really. (laughs) You know, I had a friend of mine tell me years and years ago, um, him and his wife, um, they do the same thing. And we're going to buy, we're going to be franchised. We're going to franchise. We're going to move to this town in Southern California. And they came with no money. More than, I get have some money, but not a lot of money. They had a plan to buy the franchise. They didn't have the money at the time, but they had a plan. No jobs yet. They know we're going to go in on, on our instinct. And they went and they got jobs and they have kids and bought a house. And they last I heard, they had 13 franchises doing all successful. That's, so that's exactly that's what you're saying. That's you. That's what you just said. Yeah. You know, but that that doesn't look like most people. And there's so much like there's there was an element of pushback from people that mm-hmm. were like, why are you doing that? You haven't got jobs. You don't know where you're going to live. Like we lived in a caravan. We traveled Australia, so mm-hmm. we've been on the road for eight to ten months. I love that. But it was just this trust factor, and that that's. Like that's the essential ingredient, I believe, for individuals, businesses, companies, anything where can we trust that we are enough to be able to move in the direction that feels like it's right for us, Mm. regardless of what that looks like. You know, and I think when people arrive there or they're going through that journey and into that transformation, I think you know, people are going to be more healthy. They're going to live longer. They're going to be happier. They're going to, you know, their whole lives would be enriched because, you know, they fell. I guess they're what, what you help them find is their true self. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to be able to hear that, to be able to hear the guidance that we do have from the inside, but that, that takes an element of being willing to let go of the outside voices and just take a moment and, and, and be really connected with what feels right. What can I hear within myself? And, and that, I guess that's the space that I love to create because sometimes it, we don't think we can hear 
because mm-hmm. we've listened outside of ourselves. But it really doesn't take very long. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't take long for people to identify. And and I guess that's the thing that non-judgment to be in a space where it doesn't matter what comes up, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're afraid of, what you're excited about, mm. that is what I'm talking about when I say a safe space, a safe space for you to be you and to move through and, and work out what goes on for you in that changing of changing of the way that you live or changing the way that you think or believe or know to be true sort of thing. That's so important because we, we can, we can want to believe that the world's not judgmental, but it actually really truly is. And especially mm-hmm. when you're, you know, kind of going against the status quo, which mm-hmm. listening to yourself can sometimes feel like. Yes, exactly. There, there is ultimately some sort of pushback and to know that it's okay to still choose you and what you want and what you need and the sun will still come up tomorrow that that's the beauty of this work and i just think sometimes we just need someone to tell us it's okay yeah it's okay to be you it's totally okay to be you colleen even if that looks completely (laughs) different to anybody else around Mm -hmm. you it's okay i love that i love that i do now i know you're on the other side of the globe um But, you know, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, that doesn't that doesn't matter because, you know, here we are discussing it. We, you know, we're doing a live on Facebook. You know, we're going to be having this pot, go out on the podcast. And if someone wanted to get a hold of you, how would how I'm not we're going to put all your information down. Um, but but let's just go ahead and, and get it out there, too. If someone wanted to get a hold of you. How would they do that? Yeah. So I have. Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and it's all under Andrea Gullick okay, okay so that's that's the name that so not Powell's Gullick it's just Andrea Gullick okay so I have my Facebook page my Instagram page and LinkedIn I also have a website which is andreagullick.com and any of those areas that people want to reach out you can message me send an email And all we do, if it feels like what I'm talking about resonates, even if you're a little bit confused, is she the right person? All we do is just book an appointment. You get to chat about what's going on for you. I get to feel into who you are. You get to feel into who I am. And if it feels right, then we talk Mm -hmm. about what that looks like. So traditionally, I have usually six sessions, six weekly sessions with Mm -hmm. people, and then we have a bonus one a month after. I like people to go away and be able to integrate and then come back for that month after. How's everything going? What mm-hmm. Has there been anything that's come up? Is there anything that's been challenging? But I'm pretty flexible in the fact that I like to work with how it feels. Mm-hmm. So it's very much a personal thing. If people need longer than that, that's totally fine. If people just want to touch base for one session, that's totally fine. I, I, I don't I don't fit into I just don't fit into a box I just go with what feels right I love that because that's what you offer to people don't be in a box you know come outside of that box that's what the you know it's all transformation the box the coming out that you know don't 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 square me in you know it's, yeah. it's wow you know how freeing it feels 
like honestly when you start to recognize that you can give yourself permission to follow you it's like oh my goodness oh my goodness and even that is like lifting this weight that some of us carry without knowing that we're carrying it and it's I love it I love watching that that's why I do what I do because there's like a little sparkle Mm -hmm. that you can see in someone's eyes when they actually go oh my goodness oh my goodness I can I can choose what feels good for me but yeah yeah you can (laughs) (laughs) and you're the cheerleader go 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 yeah exactly (laughs) absolutely you know it just it opens up it it really does open up a whole new way of being in terms of how we communicate with each other, being able to talk about how we feel instead of you've done this or you've done that. It, mm-hmm. it changes the way we parent. It changes our relationships, our friendships, our workplaces, everything. And it doesn't, you think, how could it? But it just. It does. I believe does. that. I do believe Absolutely. that. And it changes your health. I believe that yeah. too. Emotional. Happier and healthier. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. We're going to have all your information available for everyone. And I just want to say thank you very much. And thank you guys for watching and listening to Fearless in Pink. Thanks so much. <laughs>